The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I got a chance to watch um, what I was talking to my clients the other day about the debates that was going on, and I had a chance to. You're talking about the political? Yeah. What do you guys think of, uh, what do you guys think of Trump? That's what I was actually going to just Trump? mention right now. Were you? Yeah. I, I, Donald Trump. He the is Donald. a character. I, yeah. I fucking love him, dude. Do you really? I do. I okay, do. wait. But what do you love about him, though? Okay. Yeah, before exactly. before you know. turn off half of our audience. I know. Half of our Oh, my God. I yeah, can't I, uh, okay, first of all, let me tell you guys. Actually, let's preface this whole thing, okay? No, I'll, I'll preface my own. Uh, well, you preface, he you doesn't preface. like Mexicans, uh, right? Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what's going on. That's what Donald, yeah. Well, so yeah, let, let me preface my... my. Which, uh, by the way, Adam's half Mexican. Yeah, how I feel about... very strange. Politics, politics to me is um, kind of like how D- Justin called my men's physique uh, Dungeons and Dragons for, yes. for fitness dudes or whatever. Yeah. No, 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 uh, no, no. It was when you play fantasy football. Oh, fantasy yeah. football. That's what she said. It's correction. fantasy football is like that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So fantasy football is like that. I feel like politics is uh, sports for the adult nerd. Um, that's kind of how I, <laughs> that's how I feel about yeah. poli- that's how I feel yeah. about politics. So, <laughs> just directed it right just, at me. Did that just sink in? Just directed it right way down. That yeah. being that Swallowed. being said, okay, I always have an <laughs> a, opinion. It's not a strong one because uh, I don't follow sports, but I do follow sports. I don't follow politics uh, like some of my buddies follow uh, follow politics. That's a great so. analogy. I'm sorry, that's a great analogy. It is, isn't it? It, it, here's, it makes here's, a lot of sense. Everything because you got you got different players. They all come from a different you know league, up, yeah, league, division, yeah, yeah. Right, you get in their backstory. Oh, what do they do in the off season? Some teams. Oh, some, the this same. one was was handshaking with so and so. No, no, no. Yeah. But it's not. It's oh, not. It's they, not they the pump s- a bunch of money. This yeah. this team pumps so much more money. That's why they get this one represents. you know, it's this company. You know why? Because look, if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, or if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, it doesn't change. It, they don't. They can't do shit to fuck up your life. <laughs> like politicians, the stakes are higher. Fuck. Let's just politicians. Be it's fuck shit. It up. Okay. is a this is even what they bigger do. game. Fair, it, fair, it's bigger than the Super Bowl. Just like how I feel like uh, you know, gambling is you know, stocks are like gambling for the smarter guy. Also, I feel like it's it's bigger the risk, bigger the reward. So you're right with the politics. Yeah. It is there's much higher risk because we're now fucking with people's lives. But at the end of the day, yeah. I feel like it's the same way. It's still a sport to them. Yeah, they still even in the way I feel like even the way politicians communicate amongst each other, they behind the cameras and anything like that if you've ever seen two opposing guys talk it's like it's not like you wouldn't th- you like you would think they disagree so much on stuff it's like no I don't even think that a lot of them disagree that much no, they no, just have they stands just... that, that they, if they're re- if they're representing Republicans they gotta stand by these these staple things they can yeah. be waverish on these things and these things they have to be 100% opposed and the then you have your you know liberals over here and they're 100% focused on this but they can they're a little green on, or a little yeah, gray it's a, on this it's all a crock of shit yeah dude it's, yeah. Yeah. You know 100%. what? That's the that is you have actually nailed it down. You actually have nailed down what it's all about. Yeah. The truth of the matter is behind closed doors, 
These guys are giving each other hand jobs. They all they are represented by the same people, by the way. Do you guys know how much they expect the, this presidential uh, election to raise in terms of campaign, you know, money? Do you, do you have any idea? So hmm, no, a billion dollars per for each candidate, for each the Democrat candidate. candidate and the Republican candidate. They expect them to spe- to spend over one billion dollars. Wow! Now think now now think of that for a second. A billion dollars. How just, much? Yeah, how, they can't just give that on Kickstarter. No. How much money is that? And where's that money coming from? Yeah. And why are they getting so much money? So people so people need to realize something. A billion dollars per candidate. Where's that money coming from? Is it coming from citizens who want who who want to elect a president, or is it coming from massive? Big doning, big donor contributions oh, what from do you, what do you think? from from corporations. It's coming from big corporations, right? Because so, they can manipulate the market. Because, thank you, yeah, thank you. Influential, one hundred percent. And this is why I tend to vote. For me, I tend to side with anything that will make government smaller, that will that will reduce their impact or their influence into the market, because that reduces or eliminates the uh, incentive for all this fucking money to come from all these companies. Who, by the way, people don't realize this. Companies love regulations. People think, no, companies hate regulations. They don't want to be regulated. Bullshit. They love regulations. That's the best way they can eliminate their competition. Yeah. And it just happened right now, next door to us. What just happened next door? Yep. That we, everybody, I, I, for our listeners who don't know, we are right next door to a, a cannabis dispensary. We didn't plan it that way. It just obviously the universe li- aligned and it was beautiful. <laughs> and, and we have the a, green smoke. We have uh, a cleared. We have a God's cannab- mind pump listener. So we we share, we share a wall with a cannabis dispensary. Well, guess what? The city came. They've been in business for about six or seven years. The city came in and shut them down. The, there's only going to be right now. I think there's something like thirty or twenty something or thirty cannabis dispensaries in San Jose. There's going to be about eight left after all the smoke is is cleared. And what people don't realize is that the city council, this, that nobody voted on this. San Jose didn't vote on this. It was behind closed doors. City council decided. And uh, it looks like, and this might be a conspiracy theory, but it looks like some of the biggest dispensaries lobbied city council to put new regulations forward. And these are crazy fucking regulations. And of course, they're all fear-based. Like, oh, we don't want pot on the streets and... Uh, the, the fact of the matter is since marijuana has been legalized in California, uh, you've had a reduction in crime. You have a reduction in addiction to opiates. You've, you've actually had less car fatalities, uh, uh, traffic accidents. It's actually been a good thing all the way around. Lots of tax revenue being ra- uh, raised. But they, they, what they did is they lobbied city council to put forth these crazy regulations, which, of course, they passed mm-hmm. and eliminated all the competition. So now the only ones left are the ones. And what do you think is going to happen now? They're going to make a shitload more money. Oh, and this is how yeah. it fucking works. But that's that's working the system that's in place that we have. So it's like it's not to their fault of doing that, right? That's that's I'm, part of the game. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, was it Penn? I think I forgot where, who, what university did this uh, um, nonpartisan study. It was a huge study. I believe it was Penn State. But anyway, they came out and they said that our government is a fe- essentially an oligarchy. They they looked at uh, uh, issues that people want uh, that either are opposed to or support. And then they looked at issues that big corporations support or are opposed to. 90% of the ones corporations support go through. Something like 10% of what the population wants goes through. So basically, we get nothing that we really want. And what they do is they divide us. And that's why we have about two parties, just like Adam was talking about. We have two parties because it gives us two choices. But the reality is nothing really fucking changes. This is why I always support shrinking the government. It reduces the damage they can do completely. I, I agree. 
Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. You know, to, um, this is why I was prefacing um, me talking. Got me all excited. Well, I, I think, no, <laughs> I, I love hearing you talk politics. And a lot of it is because we, we definitely agree on a lot of things um, and views of of politicians and, and government in general. I, I feel uh, strongly about it. I am definitely not as well read, nor do I pay that close attention. So it's like, I if you can, going back to my sports analogy, Sal is a Yankees fan. I am a, a Yankees fan too. He happens to follow all of their shit though. He you know knows all the players, knows who starts, who's where they came from. They knows all those stats and all of them. I'm not, I'm a fan. You know, I, wa- I watched the game. I like, I like how they play. I know a few players, but I, I don't know enough to, to argue or debate somebody, but I will say why I like Donald Trump and why I enjoy watching him is he keeps shit fucking real. You, you hit it right the nail on the head. And it's here's the thing. People are tripping out over his popularity. People are like, how can he possibly be so popular? Because he's leading the polls mm-hmm. by a wide fucking margin. And he's killing career politicians like it's Jeb it. like Jeb Bush, who's yeah. from the fucking, you know, the 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 evil Bush family that basically you know, it's one of the, the Bush like, versus Clinton part two. Right. If they're like the, they're like royalty, right? In, in in America. How is he doing it? And it's it you said he because he's real, it's because he appears to come off real. He appears to be a non politician. Mm-hmm. People are so sick of the canned answers, the the uh being politically correct that some guy comes out as rough as fuck just says whatever, offends everybody, and then doesn't apologize. And everybody's like, yes. You know, yeah. that's why I think why he's popular. It's because we're all jaded. Yeah. 100% right. to the entire process. If you're going to talk to me about politics, I'm going to like, <laughs> I'll laugh in your face because like I really, it's all a big joke to me. Uh, and which is why you love the sport analogy I use. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's hilarious because it, you know, at, at some point I did care and I, I just have never been real good with authoritative figures in general. Like I I have a general mistrust of any person, like one person with power, let alone people's misguided views of this one person as being more powerful than say Congress or people, you know, like bills passing or, you know, why the fuck, why are you putting all this, you know, attention to the president when he should be like, you know, just part of the process. It's not that he's sending everybody over to Iraq and he's doing like, I feel like we, we think of them as like King and it's bullshit. And they're not, they're not, we have a judicial system. Yeah. Well, people, people always complain and say government, Oh, they, they move too slow. They don't get things done. Here's a newsflash. That's a good thing. Yeah, you don't uh, absolutely. Want, you you know what they call a government that just get that just makes decisions and just you know one after another and executes them. You know what they call that? That's a dictatorship. Yeah, that's communism. That's dangerous. Um, power is not a good thing, and this is the reason why our government was designed to be so slow and to fight and to you know you know why things look like they take so long. Uh, power is a very dangerous thing, but it's only really dangerous when it's centralized. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have, let me let me let me put it this way. Um, people are always asking, you know, talking about how um, we should uh, get the government more involved in the market. Okay, they need to regulate more in the market. They need to be more in control in the market. Here's the thing with that: when you when you give that much power to someone to regulate something, and you get the wrong person in charge, somebody who's let's say they're power hungry, um, let's say they're unscrupulous, they're a little uh, corrupt. Which, by the way, explain it probably describes every single politician. Right? <laughs> well, you know what though? Here's a sad part. Here's what: yep. if I were to defend that, if I was somebody who was debating you, 
I would be like, well, that's our job as Americans to vote the right person in. Right. We don't see that would be that right. person. They are right. going to well, here's uphold a, the laws the way we want yeah, them to. Well, how the often? General population is dumb. Well, no, <laughs> no, no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'll, I, I, got, I mean, this is this, and that's correct. Yes. However, how often do we vote? How often do we vote people in and out of office? Yeah. And when it's time to vote someone, all the money comes in to change our minds. Yeah. Okay. But I got a better way that people vote. I got a, I got a way that, that, that where everybody votes because how many people actually vote in elections? It's not, it's not all of Americans. It's a very small percent. It's, it's actually, I think it's something like 50 or 60% or, or it's, it's not a, it's not a huge majority of Americans that vote. But there is a way that everybody votes, or most people, like 90-something percent of people vote, and not only do they vote, they vote every day. And not only do they vote every day, they vote multiple times a day. Every single day, multiple times a day. And it's called the market. Mm -hmm. You like something, you vote by buying it. You don't like something, you vote by not buying it. And this is why the market is so... Let me give you an example of... A, an, a relatively, and I'm not an anarchist. I don't think we should have no, nothing, you know, regulate anything. But I do think, and I do, so I do think there should be a basic framework. But I'll give you an example of a, of a relatively unregulated market that uh, has exploded over the last 10 years, has d- just organized China? itself. No. no, I'm talking about the internet. Oh, the internet. The internet, if the internet is, it's relatively, it's the freest fucking market that we have. What regulates the market? I mean, if I wanted to, I could go online and see some crazy shit if yeah. I wanted to. And I can buy all kinds of products if I wanted to. And what has happened with the internet over the last 10 years? Just the last 10 years. Well, we've exploded in knowledge. It's, it's, <laughs> it is, it is not only exploded, it is becoming better and better, faster and faster and providing yeah. us with products and services that didn't exist. Did you guys realize that something like 38% of the jobs that have been added since the Great Recession? Have, are due to the gig economy. The gig economy no, I believe that refers sure. to like Uber, Airbnb, Lyft, all these all these businesses and companies that originate from the internet. And the reason why they're exploding is because they're relatively unregulated. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's so like we'll use Uber uh, as an example. We've got politicians right now. In now per- don't you think someone would debate you that it's not? Uh, because it's unregulated, it just happens because it's a great business plan. It's a great business plan. It just so happens to be that it's unregulated too. No, no, I agree with you, just, but I, I, you would think that that's would be the, how I'd come at the you. Reason, so here's the thing: the reason why a company like Uber um, uh, is exploded, and by the way, they're worth—I think they have—they're worth—I uh, don't know how many billions of dollars. They're worth a shit ton of money. They're already battling lawsuits left and right. People trying to shut them down. Yes, trying yeah. to, yes. So, so, so here's the deal: first of all, Uber is not completely unregulated. Uh, if you drive an Uber car, you still have to follow the the, the rules of the of the road. You still have to. You still have a to good treat driving record. You still have to treat people a certain way. But and it's but it's not regulated like taxis are in the sense that let me give you an example: if you want to become a taxi driver in New York City. It costs you like $100,000 just to be able to get one You got to get into unions and You got to right? buy what's called a medallion. It costs like 100 fucking grand to drive a taxi. Now, who do you think uh, wants that? Who do you think promoted that type of regulation? The existing taxing com- taxi companies. This is how they keep their um, competition small. So Uber comes in and does ride sharing and uses the gray area of the internet. And they explode because A... Um, because they're they're regulated purely by the free market, um, the services are better. Um, the regulate the the feedback that people get because if you, you guys have taken an Uber right mm-hmm. before, when you take an Uber, you rate the you rate the driver right away. He rates you as a passenger. You can see them coming on your phone where they're at. You can see a picture of them. 
It's safer. It's faster. It's cheaper. Yeah. The drivers like it, and the passengers like it. Like it, and it's kicking the shit out of taxi companies. Because let's be real. Have do you guys know anybody that uh, has taken a taxi and said, "God, I fucking love taxis. <laughs> what a great fucking service." It didn't smell like bo or, or farts or yeah. anything. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, now politicians are going after Uber, saying, "Oh, we need to protect consumer." Consumers have decided already. That Uber's kicking ass and it's doing and it's doing right. a great job, but politicians who are paid by paid to shut it down by unions that work that you know like taxi companies and whatnot, they're going to come out and they're going to say things like uh, they're dangerous. We need to uh, regulate them. These poor workers are not getting benefits and this and that. Uh, it's all bullshit. It's all false. Have you heard? So you've been listening uh, in more than I have. Uh, have you heard? Because I haven't heard it. Have you heard in, any of the politicians yet discuss Uber? Has it yes. Been? Uh, oh, okay. Hillary Clinton came out um, and basically said, uh, "We need to we need to regulate these companies," uh, making it sound like she's for the workers, which is bullshit. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the who's the guy that uh, the governor of New York, What's Christie. No, that's Jersey. Oh, Jersey. I hate him too. Anyhow, uh, Cuomo. He uh, basically uh, they tried to ban Uber. In New York, yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah, Vegas, you can't take an Uber on the strip. Yeah, no, you can't. And that's wow. those. That's all because of the taxi. We tried. I was with uh, Marquis King from the uh, the Raiders yeah. when we were at in Vegas, and we were working out. And uh, we, he, he, I was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll get us a cab over. And he's like, oh, we'll just Uber it on our way out of here because I have Uber. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we get out and he goes to do it. And he's like, dude, for some reason, I can't connect to a cab anywhere near here. And I'm like, yeah. maybe it's not in Vegas. Well, dude. you've taken Uber and you've taken, taken taxi before. Is there, I mean, how different is the is the service? I've never been in Uber. That you haven't? Been, how oh, about really? You, how oh, about way you? different. Yeah. Light years. It was just amazing. It's so much better. Clean, like, you know, a nice conversation. You know, they had water, like, and it wasn't even one of the higher end ones you can do. You, you know, know what? You want to know what's funny, too? And it was so quick. It was so, like, boom. So, and they'll, they'll come out with propaganda. They were saying, like, oh, Ubers don't go to bad neighborhoods because, you right. know, they're trying to be, you know, discriminatory. They did a study on them where they tested the Ubers. Ubers got there, not only got there faster, but got there more often mm-hmm. than taxis would in some of the worst neighborhoods you could think of. Yeah. They're, they're just looking for an angle to sling dirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yes. that's all they're doing is they're digging right now, just like any other politician would do is yes. like, you know, try and collect some data where we can hold this against you. And so therefore that means you're evil now, this, even though we've been, <laughs> I got the latest one to, to watch. If you guys haven't been watching it already, I've watched it blow up before my eyes in the last six months is a uh, DoorDash. What's that? DoorDash is where they, uh, it's a, it's a middleman a middle company that like, like Uber, but uh, delivers any food you want. Oh, they'll just pick it up for you. Yeah, they go pick it up for you. And it's like basically what you would pay in tipping your your waiter by eating and dining in there is about the same money that you tip uh, DoorDash by, for coming to you. Wow. And it's and now they. I have, wonder if they're employees of DoorDash so or if they're contractors. It works just like Uber, where it's, See? Like, it's like these. Ran- See, that's it's like a, fucking beautiful. It's a random college student who has another job doing other things like oh, that, I'll, but then on the I'll side, just go do this. Yeah, on the side, he goes and picks up and I runs, love it. runs, runs these things. It's all done virtually. I, I just don't understand why people would be <laughs> against that, especially being like, if you could think back for like, just think about your kid, like at summer break, right? You know, oh, I'm bored. I got nothing to do. You know, some people bitch about not having a job. You know, it's a perfect when, job when, for them. When's dude. a job going to come my way? You have no fucking excuse. Yeah. Well, see, this is this is what makes me hopeful because as hard as they're trying, they they regulate and try to control and corner the market for their their big buddy, you know, corporate friends. 
I, I honestly think with technology and the internet, I honestly think uh, the toothpaste is out of the tube. I don't think you could put it back in. No. Because as, what, what's happening is these companies are coming out of nowhere. They, they're not regulated because nobody could predict. Nobody can predict what's going to happen with technology. So nobody regulated Uber because nobody predicted that that would happen. Yeah. It didn't exist. Boom, it's out. Before they could fucking regulate it, it's big and it's got money. And now it has power to protect themselves. And so I think that technology... I think the future is so free market yeah. uh, because there's nothing we could do to stop it. it may because be. it's connecting people. People are being connected yeah. to each other. And here's the thing with the market. In the past, uh, people who've been against it have said things like, well, who's going to protect the consumer? Who's going to protect you know, people getting ripped off? Here's the thing. And, and, and that's they used to call that the problem of information with the free market. Like how, Information can't possibly pe- be perfect. Like In other words, you can have a snake oil, oil salesman go to one town, rip people off, and then go to the next town. And nobody hears about it because he moves from town to town. By the time people hear about it, he's ripped off a shitload of people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with technology, information is, is, is so quick mm-hmm. that you fuck someone over. It's the last person you get fucked over. That's it. I mean, if you're a shitty driver on Uber... You get a bad review. I pull you up. I see it. I'm not taking you. Well, you, you lost ju- everybody. You, ju- you yeah. just mentioned it earlier before we were live on air. You talked about, uh, you know, and this is so true because I've utilized this before is, you know, getting on blogs about product, about like supplements, you know what I'm saying? Like, but in the past, you know, someone just like you said, you used to talk about selling snake oil. It could be, oh, this person rants and raves with a supplement. You f- you don't find out till six months to a year later that it has some something in it that could cause this or do this shit. People up on a blog, dude, as soon as it hits somebody bad like that, they're automatically the first ones to let you know what's going on with it. Well, and, let me yeah. give you, let me give you a really good example, a great example. Do you, have, have you guys heard of the Silk Road website? Yeah. That just got, they got busted. Right, or the one that, they had, you know, it's the platform for people to freely, you know, sell drugs right. between each other as adults. Right. So there was a website called Silk Road. It got shut down. Um, the only, I think that the, the guy who started it got like, I don't know, three life sentences, which I obviously they were making a, trying to make a statement. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, um, people were buying and selling drugs on there. Now, everybody was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. You know, what's going to happen to these people? Here's here's the funny thing. Um, they did some tests and, uh, first and foremost, because people were trading freely on this site and it was, they had this encryption. I'm not quite sure how it worked where people wouldn't get caught. The drug quality increased because if you sold shitty drugs to someone through the site, he would immediately report it on that site. Nobody else would buy it. So overdoses went down, drug quality went up. People would buy drugs, test them with their own like chem- like te- chemistry tests and then post the results. And so all the scary like drug dealers who were like not only ripping people off but potentially killing people because a lot of people don't realize this most drug overdoses happen because of drug d- differences in drug potencies where you know I always take this amount and then I get another drug dealer who it's all of a sudden way more powerful at that amount and I overdose. Uh, uh, this was all happening. Also, now I'm not promoting drug use, but I'm just saying that even in that crazy situation, the market still protects people, mm-hmm. and there's no re- nothing regulating it other than other people. And the information is so quickly shared. Like I said, you you can try now. This is what this is going to be cool in politics <clears throat> in 10, 15 years. All this money it's not going to make that big of a difference now that it's, it's easy yeah. to post a video and that shit to go viral. Well, that's how I, and I, shit get found out. gets found out so quickly. That's how I feel like even with news. So in oh, general, yeah. right? Like we're, we're on a podcast and we're, we're trying to already debunk myths as far as the fitness industry is concerned and everything else. But like, 
I can't even tell you the last time I actually sat through like, you know, live news at nine or something where it's not completely slanted to somebody's agenda or maybe it's like, you know, global news, national news, whatever the kind of news is, you know, has already proven to be unreliable because of certain things that get censored Mm -hmm. and chopped and like you'll get you'll get like bits of of somebody's sentence thrown in as like a, a clickbait. And it's just so sensationalized. Everybody has um, been suckered into this whole nonsense of like, um, you know, whatever, whatever so-and-so said or whoever is getting so emotionally involved where that whole rational brain is, is just it's something that people don't really attribute to news anymore. Two, 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 two things I have to say, because you just brought up one that I, now and Sal did earlier and I didn't get a chance to tell him I have homework for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. You got to, and if I don't know if you have HBO and Netflix, you got to go watch the series. Sal, you need to watch House of Cards. All yeah, of everybody's both. told me that. And you need yeah, to watch too. Newsroom if you've never seen Newsroom. Okay, both of, those are two of my favorite shows, and uh, the the political side on House of Cards. Justin, you'll love that too. But I'm just saying, just because you talked about the news stuff right now, great fucking show. Talking yeah. and shows all the behind the scenes bullshit. So that love that show, great show, and then uh, great acting too. And House of Cards is, mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Spacey, dude, that's a. Well, it's yeah. on Netflix, well, and it's fucking awesome. I, I tell you what, man, I have I have hope for the future because I the mm-hmm. the the curtain is getting moved. People are have heard the Wizard of Oz for so long, but nobody has looked behind the curtain, and people are starting to look behind the curtain. Yeah. You look at the Republican presidential, uh, uh, you know what's going on right now with the uh, with the with the uh, the debates and whatnot. The top people running right now are not politicians. Donald Trump, Ben Business Carson, related. Ben Carson, yeah. Carly Fiorina. None of them are politicians. Hmm. People are starting to, and I'm not saying they're great, great people. I'm just saying, look at the trend. Mm -hmm. Look at what's starting to happen. People are starting to get turned off big time. I mean, nobody really liked politicians before, but people are kind of waking up to it a little bit and saying, okay, this is, this is some bullshit. And, you know, and the fear mongering that politicians use. Did you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys saw when Chris Christie and Rand Paul got into that little you know, a uh, little argument on, on the debate stage. No, I didn't no. So this was about um, the, the NSA collecting um, people's uh, basically wiretapping and following and, and watching people without a warrant. Mm-hmm. This was a big thing. Rand Paul, who in many cases I'm a fan of, uh, I was definitely a fan of his father who would, uh, uh, he, he did a filibuster where he wanted um, to stop wireless uh, t- uh, phone tapping. Um, where they're going to follow, they're going to look at, see who you're calling. They're, they're, they're collecting all this data from every fucking American, from everybody. And they're saying it's to help us, uh, stop, you know, a terrorist attack. Here's the thing. Every single time an authoritarian, whether it be government or, or a king or whatever, anytime they're going to, uh, try to seize more control over you, they're going to use fear to sell it. Okay. So in this case, they're going to say, listen, we need to, wiretap everybody we need to see what everybody's doing online we need to look at everybody's phone calls because it's for your safety no warrant let's look at everybody now let's think about that for a second because chris christie's a big he's a big fucking fan of it because he's a he's he's a massive douchebag but i think he's also owned by uh you know i think he i think he's a he's a he's a he's a crony with the government and he and he likes this kind of control and you look at the way he runs his uh his state he's he's kind of that way also but let's think about that Imagine if the government had that information on everybody. Imagine if somebody in office wanted to use that information against someone. I mean, that's some crazy power that nobody should fucking have. 
Yeah. Think about politicians. Uh, if if all of a sudden a good politician comes out and wants to reveal something about some horrible thing that's going on, mm-hmm. but that whatever he's going to reveal, those people view him as an enemy. They're going to go on his fucking records and look up his internet shit or whatever and say, hey, you sure you want to talk about us? Because we saw that you looked at this or we know that you're doing this. That's blackmail information. And for people who say that won't happen, it fucking already has happened. Look, Martin Luther King was blackmailed by the FBI. Uh, FBI. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. They they took pictures of him with a, a, with another woman, his mistress, and they sent them to him and said, "If you don't stop what you're doing, we're going to tell everybody what you, you know about your affairs." And Martin Luther King told them to fuck off. And of course, you know, he did what he did, and then we know what happened to him. Um, so, you know, Chris Christie, big support of you know, uh, you know listening and recording everything about everybody without a warrant that's very fucking dangerous nobody should support that ever if we want to catch someone we get a warrant like we've always done we go we we you know the judge says yes you may you may follow and listen to that person and then they can follow and listen to you otherwise no not in a free country sorry we're protected nobody with the kind of power that the government has which by the way government has a power to throw you in jail or kill you if they want to they're the only entity uh, that legally can do that stuff. You don't want them to have that kind of power. So when I saw them argue about that, and a lot of people said, "Oh, Rand Paul lost that debate," it's because Chris Christie, uh, you know, he uses the the emotion of nine eleven. You know what I'm saying about, oh well, you know, I had a lot of friends who died in nine eleven, so everybody gets, oh my god, you know, terrorism. You know, we need to, you know, let the government do all this crazy shit. The fear, the yeah, fear, the fear will keep them. It's all it's always line. about the fear. <laughs> about the fear. <laughs> so are you are you not? Um, I talked a little bit about Donald Trump and why I love him and stuff like that. Uh, are you a fan? What do you do? You like him? You not like him? I know. I know. Where, where so you- I know a lot about Trump. Um, as a businessman, I respect the hell out of him. Um, you know, people say he's gone bankrupt several times. That's one of the reasons why I respect him. He's bounced back, um, and he's a very very successful in business. I also see the way he doesn't shy away from admitting that either, though. He, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, he doesn't hide it. Yeah. Um, and and uh, if you guys have, have you guys ever seen interviews with his kids? Mm-mm. Okay, so you know a lot of times celebrity children are spoiled idiots. Um, his kids are poised, professional, hardworking kids. So he's obviously done something right there mm. with his kids. So those the, I respect him in that sense. In government, the guy's an authoritarian. He likes, he likes military, which scares me. Yeah, he likes more power. He likes uh, more power over the th- you know. He, he talked about um, immigration. That's why he got popular because he says, "Oh, we need to stop all this immigration." Build, build from the happening. walls up. Yeah, which doesn't, which tells me he doesn't understand, um, you know that that type of economic, that type of what the real problem is with immigration, which isn't um, that we're getting tons of illegals. It's that it's hard to become a legal immigrant. And right. they need to make it easier to become a legal immigrant right. because then they come here and they work. We need to make more ways for people to thrive from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's it. And most economists would agree, but you know, he came across saying he was going to build a wall, make Mexico pay for it. He's saying things that are controversial, and so people like him for it. I li- I think he's entertaining as hell. I think um, on economics, he's smarter than most uh, politicians up there. I think Rand Paul understands economics uh, very very well. I think Carly Fiorina. Uh, also understands economics very well. That for me is a big thing, as I, I vote a lot on economics. Did you just say Rand, Rand Paul's Ron Paul's son? It is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was, so I, I didn't put that together at first. It is. Yeah, I did not know that because I've I, been seeing Ron Paul. Ron Paul was uh, libertarian. 
Yeah. He's he's very li- and I I'm I know. So his son is his son is going underneath the uh, Republican Libertarian Republican. Yeah, but well, the way the system is designed, it's pretty much impossible for you to get right. nominated unless you're Republican or Democrat. Ron Paul got shut out of a lot of debates and, and situations because both parties will work together to get you the fuck out. Nobody Cause, wants because yeah, they know he might be closer to independent. They're taking than he is. they're taking votes away from whatever is you know Which, Democrat Republican because they it's harder. They to just want to be at the end, you know, because. But Ross Perot, they fucking hated that. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's oh. why I feel like they're doing a Donald Trump, too, because we know Donald Trump may stand alone and do his well, independent he's waiting. Run, run independent. He's waiting to go either love, or, right? That's that hilarious. He, I love that he said that, dude. Yeah, I love that, too, love that the that. Only, only dude did not raise his hand or raise. I can't remember if they asked to raise or yeah, not raise. Gangster. And he was like, yeah, yeah no, I'm not going to say that, admit that right now. And everyone was like so appalled by it. But I love that. You know what I'm saying? Keep that shit. Well, away. I love, you know, that's one of the reasons why Whatever I like you Ron, want me to be. That's why I like Ron Paul so much. Ron Paul would actually be at at conventions and they you know at debates and he would say something and get booed yeah. knowing he would get booed and he would say it anyway the guy hasn't hadn't changed his position he would just say and he was super consistent now you know i'm personally you could consider me libertarian ish but there's some issues i don't necessarily agree with um with pure libertarians but like i said i believe people should be left alone for the most part i do think that we should take care of others i just don't think um government is the best way to do it a lot of times i think it's a crappy way to do it most of the time i think uh the the market does a fucking way better look uh no government program ever in the history of the fucking world has fed as many people as capitalism nobody the market has fed way more people and and housed way more people than um any government anything you know the 20th century saw the largest migration of poor to middle class in the world than we ever saw in human history, and nobody will disagree that it, it it was the it was the freeing up of worldwide markets. Worldwide markets started to free up, and even China, even communist China, is r- remarkably more free market than the Soviet Union ever was. And China's obviously done a lot better. Now they're having problems because I think anytime you try to control something, you know, centrally, you're going to have issues because it's never going to be as accurate as, uh, you know, uh, millions of people making decisions in the market. But uh, again, China has Hong Kong. China doesn't touch Hong Kong. Hong Kong is one of the freest markets in the world. So, and by the way, Hong Kong 60 years ago was a third world country. Yeah. Third world country. It was, you, you, it was poor. Uh, I mean, you know, people starving. You know, what is Hong Kong now? And uh, all they did was, uh, and they don't have like natural resources or anything. All they did was become just had this very free market, and they exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, and China leaves them alone as a result. So that's why that's 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 one of the big issues for me. But you know, in terms of the Republicans that are up there, I mean, I don't really like any of them. Um, I kind of like Ron, uh, Rand Paul. Um, Donald Trump is entertaining the hell out of me right now. For the Democrats, the ones that are up there are scared the shit out of me. Hillary Clinton. She's a, you know, uh, Clinton and Bush, the, those families, please do not let them, you know, yeah, get in charge that. again. Ugh, and then, stop that and then Bernie Sanders, I don't know if you guys know what Bernie Sanders is, but he's, um, <laughs> I can hear you crunching on the mic there. <laughs> Adam's eating again. Um, Bernie Sanders <laughs> is, uh, uh, he's actually leading in New Hampshire, uh, in front of Hillary Clinton for the Democrats. Bernie Sanders is an out and open socialist. 
like literally says, I, yes, I'm a socialist. No shit. Yes. Wow. So that's some scary shit to me. Like that. <laughs> wow. And he's leading you, Zed? He's, he's leading in New Hampshire. He's actually getting some pretty good poll numbers. I don't think someone who says they're a socialist could ever win a presidential election. <laughs> Let's hope not. But that's some scary, um, that's that some scary interesting. shit. Yeah, because he's totally ignorant when it comes to economics. Like completely ignorant when it comes to economics. So that's, and that's the thing when it comes to who you're going to vote for. Um, the big way they can fuck with you is economics. The other issues that tend to polarize people usually don't change. Like, look, abortion's not going to become illegal. I know that's a big uh, wedge issue that they like to get people to split on, but it's not going to. It's it's likely not going to change. It's li- likely not going to become illegal. Um, there is no war on women. There is no you know one party doesn't like you know minorities and the other party likes minorities. That's bullshit. They're just one party's trying to buy your votes and you know and they've 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 cornered the market in your votes and so you keep voting for them and you know. Uh, do, you, do you wonder if this is a a bad thing or a good thing that um, you know now politicians have to become even more creative to manipulate the system where it used to be so black or white literally mm-hmm. where you could separate you could separate people by race or sex or. Or, you know, where now it's like, you know, so hot. complicated. Now we got transgender. In yeah. There yeah. And, right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, stop getting so, so, you know, out there, you guys, you know, let's, let's don't stay, you, let's you, stay one and two things. Right. Don't you yeah. feel like a bunch of that's how they all sit around and have some beers and just like, where are we going to, where are we going to split us? You know, <laughs> like, fuck, this is getting, this diversity's getting out of control. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's, what's crazy is that because of the internet, uh, movements happen so quickly now. Um, uh, you know, uh, whereas in the past, you know, it would take decades for something, uh, something major change to happen. Now it takes, you know, fuck 10 years, not even 10 years. I mean, uh, you know, gay marriage passed and it wasn't even that long ago. It was like six, seven years ago. You couldn't run against it. You couldn't, you couldn't promote, you couldn't be a politician and say you were for gay marriage and win. Right. It was impossible. There's no way. Marijuana legalization. Everybody supports that. Like things happen so quickly now that. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm hopeful, but I think yeah. they'll fight it. Well, they're gonna fight it the whole time. All, that's the whole, why I've always there. I've always laughed about people that like they base their their vote off of like, oh, I like his character, or like you know this this is all bullshit like coming out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, like basically to to appeal to a certain demographic, you know, that, that was already prompted to them. Like, look, this is because it's, it's a big commercial. People, yeah, it's a big commercial. It's a big hustle. And uh, it's hilarious. It's it's did you know, hilarious to me. Do you, okay, so here's and, a, here's a crazy study that they've replicated several times. They'll take candidates who are running uh, an office in some obscure town or whatever, and they'll just show their faces, and then they'll have people guess which one they think will win, and with like eighty percent accuracy, they can guess just based off their face. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yes. There's there is a su- subliminal thing there, right? With tall and uh, a certain look. Yep. You know, for a president. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just, it just, it's, it's like in, in the DNA almost, it's like people are, are more prone. I mean, I know in, in business practice, like a lot of people wear taller shoes. They do these things to be, have more of a presence because it does command uh, authority. Well, I think it was immediately who was it? Lindsey Graham uh, on the Republican debates. Uh, they were making fun of him because the cameras panned to the side and then he was standing on like these risers because he's short. Uh, so he wanted to look like he was as tall as everybody else. Dude, have you noticed though? <laughs> have you noticed that like everybody like your your Ron Pauls or like your your kind of out of the left field kind of people that I love to listen to um, are like depicted even though they're short, they're depicted like little like tiny tiny people. 
you know, in comparison. They're, like, try, they're trying to. They're trying to portray them. him. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. I noticed that with a lot of different candidates that like, you know, the media doesn't even want to say that they're even at that debate. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, what what happened to that other candidate? Well, oh. Well, the largest he's the, not going to make it. The largest voting block in America and the fastest growing uh, voting block is our independents. It's not Republican and it's not Democrat. Once the independents can, once someone can figure out how to how to get them together and organize them, uh, the two party system will be over. It'll be done for, or one of the parties will have to drastically change to bring in these new independents. And independents, uh, they are. They are very liberal on social issues, and they're very conservative on economic issues. They like free markets, and they like free minds and free bodies. And so they're split because you have the liberals on one side that promote the, the you know the social liberal issues, but are super not conservative with economics. And then on the other side, you have the conservatives who tend to be anti you know those social issues and but pro free market. Although we all know that when they get in office, it doesn't fucking matter. They do the same shit. That's what they sell. Independents tend to be. You know, socially liberal uh, and economically conservative. So once someone can figure out how to kind of gather them together and use that as a force, holy shit, man! I, th- I think organized independent and in- independent sounds like an oxymoron. Almost. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough. Good luck at that one, right? Kind of like getting us to have you know yeah. one focus in the group. Right. Man, I've had dreams. It's really hard. Of, I've had dreams of like putting out a website where I'm like, you know, vote for nobody. You know, just vote for someone who's outside of the party or whatever. Mickey and get Mouse. Me. Yeah. Just, to, just <laughs> as like me, a, I'm always a protest. For Mickey Mouse. Oh god. Mickey Mouse for president. Well, you know what? So far, um, I'm, I'm a fan of Donald Trump. Whether <laughs> whether I would vote for the guy to be our president, which I don't really play sports in this situation. Like you just the, like to watch the fucking show. I yeah. do. I do. You yeah, know, just be entertained. Loved, yeah. I am. It I, is a show for sure. That's how I, I really, I, I hate, you know, and I'm sure I'm offending some people that are like hardcore into it. Just like if I was to make fun of, uh, you know, fantasy football, I just did like Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure a lot of fantasy football get offended by it, but Hey, you know what, dude, like it is what it is. You know, if it, if it was to say, if it looks like a duck, yeah. walks like a duck, your quarterback like a duck, is actually a, a wizard. Duck. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's a fucking duck. Yeah. Tight ends or warlocks. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.